We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With the seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell. Tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg. Yes. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkins. Yes. They did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? All right, guys, welcome back to Spotify Green Room. I, you guys know the drill. It's Lions, Vikings, post game, and the Lions pick up their first win in almost a whole year. Their win today versus the Minnesota Vikings, a 5-6 and six Minnesota Vikings team. Play spoiler at Ford Field. Last play of the game, Amon Ross St. Brown, game-winning touchdown. I am your host, Tyler. Join my main guy as always. Malcolm, Malcolm, how you doing today, man? Let's go. Let's go. Lions. Let's go, man. Let's go, man. Wow. That first W, wow. man. I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm hype. I'm hype, man. Let's go. Wow. Forward down the Forward field. Down the field, man. It, it, it was blasting. After the Amon Ross St. Brown touchdown catch. Oh man. That just it, Oh. I mean that, that song was almost came a meme. I mean, because uh, they've been playing that song when we're, when we're down 40-0 and we, we score some meaningless bullshit touchdown. Today felt good. Today was a good day. It was a very good day. The Lions won a football game. The Lions have won a football game. Let's go, man. The Lions are playing spoiler. Dan Campbell coached a good football game. Jared Goff made a game-winning throw. I'm not going to lie. I was scared of shit. I was, I was, my heart was... Pop- when I knew that the game was down to Jared Goff, I was scared. I was terrified. I mean, how many people? How many people were scared? I know I'm not. I'm no. I'm not, I wasn't the only one. I mean, you're. you're I mean, you're I had thinking like, oh shit, the game is is down to Jared Goff. Like, it's either Jared Goff is gonna get us this win, or we're just gonna be 0, 11 and, and and one. I was scared. We need a touchdown. I had my, I had my arms folded. I let the play play out. We needed a touchdown. We needed a touchdown. Jared down Goff. four points. One minute, one minute left in the or one minute and uh, thirty whatever seconds left. No timeouts. Had to drive all. Had to drive all 70, 70 yards downfield. Let's go. Jared Goff delivered seventy five yards. Sorry, Jared Goff delivered. He made and a, a game winning touchdown. 
You made up for that interception, man. When we threw that interception, I was pissed. I was, I was, I was furious. When we threw that interception. I was like, here we go again. There was many times in that fourth quarter where I was like, here we go again. The strip sack, the interception. There was times where it's like, here we go again. And then the, the it felt like it felt like almost it felt like the icing on the cake was when Justin Jefferson got that touchdown on Will Harris. And it's like, here we go. That's the icing on the cake. It's over, probably. Uh, the lines are going to be 0-11 and 1. They did it again to us. Uh, a game where they could have won is going to come up short. But today was different. Today was a new day. Today, the Lions flipped the script. Today, the Lions beat the Minnesota Vikings. And today, and now for the rest of the 2021 season, they are no longer winless. And we finally beat Kirk Cousins. We finally beat you. Finally beat him. We've beaten Kirk Cousins before, but this is the first time the Detroit Lions have ever beat Kirk Cousins in a Minnesota Vikings uniform. First and, time. And it has came from Jared Goff, the Dan Campbell fighting Detroit Lions at Ford Field while their season is on the line, trying to make a push for the seventh wild card spot. Their first, uh, Kirk Cousins' first loss in a Minnesota Vikings uniform to the Detroit Lions was when it came to the most important game in his career playing the Detroit Lions. Just think about that. Against Jared Goff. What a football game. What a football game. Okay, I want to start off. I know we're happy and we're we're celebrating now, but let's talk about this football game now. Let's talk about this football game. I want to start off with the head coach, Dan Campbell. And I I want to just get something out quickly. Dan Campbell, I have criticized you the last three weeks mightily. I've given you a bunch of shit. And today, I'm going to give you your props. You tried it. You actually tried passing down the field. And it didn't work every time, like, like I expected. Like it, we know you don't have the person now. We, we know the players on your team aren't great. But they tried to win the football game. They tried multiple things to get this passing game going. And for the most part, versus a depleted Vikings secondary and just a depleted Vikings defense, they did a good job. They did a good job. And, you know, you, you give credit. If the Lions lost this game, but they tried, I'm not mad because that's just the year we're in right now. But you tried and you won the football game. That's just the icing on the cake. That is the icing on the cake. You tried to win the football game and you actually won the football game. I cannot be disappointed. I was very happy with Dan Campbell, Dan Campbell's play calling today. He tried. It didn't work every time and that's okay. But what he did try and it worked, it's, like I said, it's just the icing on the cake. I love the aggressive play calling. It wasn't scared today. It wasn't, let's let's just run it and just rely on a run game only. They tried. They put trust into their quarterback today, and that's and that's a positive sign. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Testing one, two, three. Uh, can, can you hear me? Because people are saying that they can't hear me. I could hear you. You can hear me? All right, good, good, good. All right, no, continue what you're saying, man. I'm done. <laughs> what do you have to say? What about Dan Campbell, dude? What, what, what did, did it impress you today? Or am I just crazy? No, you're not crazy. This is what I this is what I said that the Lions could do, but I just wasn't sure how Dan Campbell was going to go about it. I told you, this, this defense against the Minnesota Vikings, he could do whatever he wanted to do. If he wanted to run the ball against his team, he could run the ball against his team. If he wanted to pass against his team, there's no real threat on the edge for the Minnesota Vikings. So he could go ahead and drop Jerk off back and 
try to get plays down the field. And we saw a mixture of everything, man. This was a well-balanced team today. They did a good job. I mean, I wish we would have seen this a lot, you know, earlier in the season. But, yeah, we got to see it now. The Detroit Lions got their first win. Man, let's go. See, now now this is something that you could – this is something you could build off of now. This is something you could build off now. You have confidence. I think the locker room's back. I mean, and not that they ever lost it. Not that they ever lost it. But the locker room is like, let's go. We know what this feels like now. Because you have a young locker room, and they know what winning feels like now. And I know what people are going to say. They don't know what winning feels like. They won a football game. That is expected. Shut the hell up. They won a football game. Let them be happy. This is their first game they're going to remember for a very long time. Just let it be. So now that they know what that winning feels like, this, this is the small part. This is the small part. Just like winning a football game. This is what they just had to get over. They got over that that small little hump. It took long enough, but they got over it. And as, as far as the head coach and the play caller, it was a, a well-coached game by Dan Campbell. You know, a little things we could probably correct, but that's with every game plan. For the most part, I was a big fan of it. Good balance. And, you know, for the most part, the players did their jobs. I mean, they came out and, and executed the game plan pretty well, especially defensively and offensively, I would say. Jared Goff, for the most part, you know, that second half was a little rough, but he had some moments and some really, really nice throws. And I was just very just refreshed to see the Lions try something and actually trust Jared Goff to maybe make a pass. And for the most part, he came up with some pretty big passes. I thought he played a pretty smart game outside of that stupid, stupid interception. Uh, but overall, I, I thought it was yeah, idiotic interception. But for for the most part, it could have cost the game. But since it didn't, I'm going to be a little nicer. Jared Goff played a very solid football game. Yeah, he did. He played solid. He actually looked like an NFL quarterback. I mean, he did. This is great, man. This this is great, man. And that clutch touchdown, man. That 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 shows a lot, man. To rebound off to rebound off that stupid interception that looked like it was going to cost you the football game and. Getting opportunity to win the football game, Jared Goff says he wants to flip the narrative, and that's exactly what he did today. Yeah, man, they they did a hell of a job. Let me ask you a question: do you do you see this offense being like this going out like for the rest of the year? Do you do you see okay them so being this aggressive like this? That's aggressive, yes. Getting this much production, no, because you're playing a depleted Minnesota Vikings defense. Well, let's be honest here, right? They're not playing that. a great. But the aggressiveness, the I, as far as I think. I mean, I think you got to play by the game. I think it's just whatever matchups are there. But I, I, I do think seeing what happened today, I think now if we see matchups that we could take advantage of, I expect more of this. I'm not saying all like like what we saw today and, and the amount of production that it actually happened to be today. But as far as seeing a more aggressive offense, I do, I do. I mean. I hope so. I mean, this, this was fun. This was a very fun game, man. We should have we should have won by a bigger margin. I mean, at halftime, the score was twenty six. Yeah, we should have won by a bigger margin. They came back, but we finished, and that's all that matters, man. And I, I'm gonna be the first one to say that I was incorrect. Um, I I told the I said this on the air that I don't think the Lions will ever win a game if Jared Goff throws the ball more than thirty times in the game. Yeah, and he threw the ball forty one times today. Yeah, he threw the ball forty one times, and they 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 won. So. I, I think – you see why I'm not that disappointed with the blow – I mean, I guess you could say the offense wasn't scoring points second half, but the reason why I wasn't too disappointed that the Vikings came back because I knew that offense had something. I knew that offense was just so good, man, and 
that they were going to at some point get clicking and score some football points. Like I, I mean, and score some points. Like I, I knew we couldn't just keep holding them to field goals. It's just too high powered of an offense to do it, even without Adam Thielen, who, who they lost very early in that football game. So I wasn't too disappointed defensively. I thought they did a very good job, honestly, and they exceeded my expectation. They gave the Lions offense a legitimate shot to win the football game. And, you know, I'm not disappointed, man. The defense just did what they had to do. And I would say, again, exceeding my expectation. But what's your thoughts on the defense and how they did today in this game versus the Vikings? They did a hell of a job, man. They did a hell of a job. I mean, to keep the Minnesota Vikings going into halftime, kicking two field goals out, that's all they had was two field goals. Yep. At the end of the second quarter was two field goals. And this is a, a offense that, you know, they have an elite receiver. Um, their running game is probably top in the league. It's good. And they, only had, they held them in the, in the second quarter six points. I mean, they had a hell of a second half to come back. But still, man, I mean, you're talking about our personnel on defense and to see what they're doing and how well these guys are playing. These guys are doing a great job. And that, that goes to coaching staff. That goes to Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn has these guys playing phenomenal. Um, all these guys. I mean, we saw another. This is this was a game that we saw Charles Harris come back. Charles, we Charles did. Harris, and we were talking about that. We were saying, where the hell has Charles Harris been? He has last sack against Minnesota Vikings week five, and then he comes in this game where he gets a strip sack and he gets another sack. Yeah. Like yeah. he he came alive to this game. This is this is how players you, you know you answer that call, man. You, you you get called out and then you come out and you you answer that call. And he definitely answered that call. And something with Charles too. You mentioned the big, the big boy numbers, like the strip sack, the sack. How about just the amount of pressures he had in the game? I know that that's not a stat, but like the amount of pressures that he got in that backfield, especially in that first half, the Minnesota Vikings had no answer for Charles Harris. He was getting there consistently. He played, for, he played phenomenal. He, he had a, he had a great game. And then I want to give another big shout out, man. Just another shout out, another week, another Jerry Jacobs. Another week, another Jerry Jacobs. That's what I'm going to call it. Jerry Jacobs, 10 tackles? That dude's a, he's, a, he's a tackling, talk, tackling animal, man. He, if they, get, if they throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage or they throw a screen, anything behind the line of scrimmage on Jerry's side, it's getting wrapped, it's getting, it's getting wrapped up. Another I tackle? I, I don't think I've seen him miss a tackle this year. No, man. It's another week, another Jerry. Another week, another Jerry. Jerry Jacobs, man. Another good game. I mean, as far as coverage, I thought he did solid today. Amani, another solid day in coverage. I know Jefferson had his, his way for most yeah. of the part, but yeah, Jefferson had it. I mean, that's tough, dude. That that's just a, really a tough, tough assignment. That's a really tough. That was a really tough assignment. Um, but I mean, uh, yeah, that's, they almost gave him 200 yards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, Jefferson, he's, he's a, he's a own beast of his own, man. But I think the whole defense in whole, they did a good job. Yeah. And then. In whole. Just in general, man. Yeah, they, they did a good job. As far as a high-powered offense like this, I mean, when there's no Adam Thielen and, uh, you know, the main focal point is Justin Jefferson, I mean, it's going to be tough for Amani Awari. I thought for the most part it was an up-and-down day, obviously, but just the, just the defense performance in the general, they did a good job holding that Minnesota Vikings offense and not scoring too many points. And then, you know, the Lions offense, they did a good job holding the ball pretty well as far as time of possession because – it was pretty equal, if I remember correctly, at the end of the game. Is that, you know, the both, you know, they they kept the defense off the field. They were sustaining drives, which was something different from previous weeks, and why the Lions' defensive numbers don't look as good as they should be. Yeah, you talk, you're talking about like the time of possession. I mean, yeah, it, it's fairly it's fairly equal. Um, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but 
they, it was a very balanced game. I mean, the Minnesota Vikings actually won the time of possession. They had thirty three minutes, and we had the ball for twenty six minutes. But okay, a lot. Of, I think I think a lot of that is because we got the ball in their territory when we got our touchdowns early in the game, um, and we had that lead. So you, you could you could you could say it either way, man. But I think I think the Detroit Lions they just had a great game, man. This is this is a good game. I'm just I'm just happy we finally won, man. This shit. It's been it's been forever, man. The last time we yeah. won December, they're saying December of. I think December sixth of last year, which yes, was a, right? which would be tomorrow a year ago. Tomorrow would be almost, officially a year. Almost three hundred sixty-five days since we won a goddamn game, and we finally won. Let's go, man. Yeah. All let's right. Go. You want to bring you want to bring some listeners on? Yes, and just man. Get, yeah, bring, let's, bring some people on, man. I'm, I'm pretty sure they're just as hyped as we are, man. Bring let's get some. Yep. yep. Bring them up. All right. We're going to start off with Tyree. Tyree. Yeah, there he is. Tyree, what's up, man? Tyree, are you there? Are you, are you there? You're probably muted if, you, if you're not. Just unmute yourself and... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Do, 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 do. Guess not. I'll give you two seconds, Tyree. You can click the mute button and... See what happens. Okay, maybe a bathroom break. All right, Tyree, we'll give you another chance. <laughs> yeah, bring him down. Bring somebody else up. Spence, what's up, buddy? We're here. We won. Yes, Let's man. go. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Oh, my, I forgot what a win feels like, man. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm speechless. That was just especially coming, coming off everything that happened in Oxford. That was just – that's just unbelievable. I, I don't even know what to say. It, it was a great football game. And I, I like that you mentioned for Oxford, man. I mean, dude, that, that just caps off the weekend for the state of Michigan football. They got two huge wins starting Saturday night with Michigan football and then starting today at 1 o'clock Sunday at Ford Field. Lions pick up their first victory. 
I mean, wow. It's just, it's unbelievable, man. It really, it really is, man. Let me just say that second quarter was the best football I've seen the Lions play in years. I don't know what changed, what happened, but I, I need to see that the rest, the obviously not going to have the rest of the year, but I just need to see that more consistently. Oh my goodness. Yeah, no, that second quarter was just a great football game. I mean, defense was flying. Uh, the Lions offense was just getting creative. And there was some stuff during this game where Dan Campbell was like, okay, I like this. I like this play call. Like one that stood out to me that I just thought of right now in my head, the Amon Ross St. Brown in the backfield and then just having him split out and get a little catch for like seven, eight yards. I'm like, oh, because this is nice. I like this. I mean, it's just a small play, nothing huge. And then just – some big plays that they caught, they dialed up with the play action, getting TJ Hawk involved, getting Brock Wright involved, getting his first career touchdown. I mean, there was some really, really nice play calling. And I agree, especially in that second quarter with Dan Campbell, man. He got creative and, you know, and then you give credit to the players too for executing those play calls. And, you know, they, they made it look very good, especially Jared Goff. Yeah, hundred percent agree, man. It's just I like today. I finally, I finally see just a little, a little piece of what this team can be, what direction this team could go, man. I'm just, I'm just so happy to finally win a football game, man. Yeah, uh, no, I, I agree, Spencer. It's like I'm not gonna put too much stock into it because we've won one football game. You're expected to do that, obviously, but. It shows you what they could do with, you know, this coaching staff and like what they could dial up. And it, it does give that little optimism. It's like, okay, what if we do get some talent? Like, what could they do then? I, you know, want to see more of this, obviously, to, to fully buy back into that. But you saw something that they could potentially do. And, that, and that's where it could give you some optimism. So I'm with you, Spence. And th- that, that was encouraging. It was just encouraging to see today that they kind of switched the narrative of what's going around the last couple of weeks. It's just been so predictable. It's like, yeah, we're going to do this and it's not going to work. And, you know, today you saw that. And that's just a positive. Yeah, that was for the whole state of Michigan right there, man. But I'll let some other people get on. Man, congratulations to everyone here on the win. All right, see you Appreciate right, it, Spencer. Have a good man. Sunday, man. Yo, yo, Tyler. Before we bring up another guest, I just want to, I just want to ask a question, man. Yeah. So this was a game that you know Detroit by by far played their best game. Pierre, or other he's coaches. bad luck. He's bad luck. He, he completely missed this game. Yeah. <laughs> so should should Pierre continue to to miss these games? To see no, Pierre's he... kicked off. No, like you know, I always joke around, Malcolm, that you 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 have been fired. I joke about that all the time. No, Pierre's legitimately fired. He can't come back. He's banned from watching the games until we until we lose a football game. He can't come back. <laughs> he can't watch a game. He can't talk about the game. No, nothing. He's done. He's canceled. Uh, bring bring another bring another. Obviously we're playing, but bring another listener on. Bring another. Guy. I'm not kidding. <laughs> Winston, what's up, man? Winston, what's happening, man? Are you forwarding down the field? Always forwarding down the field. You know what Let's it go, is, man. Let's go, man. Shoot, hey, I want. I just kind of want to uh, bring back up what uh, Tyler was saying. This game was just there was actually excitement. 
you know, I went to the uh, the Cleveland Browns game, took my mom to the fir- to her first game, oh, no. and it couldn't have been any more boring. Just sitting around all the Browns fans, nobody was excited. And this game, I was in the car listening to it on the radio, and I swear I was on the edge of my seat. Almost uh, got into a few car accidents. Not gonna lie, but I, I absolutely loved this whole entire this whole entire uh, experience. Winston, I hate to do this to you, but um. You may have to continue to keep watching the games in the car, bro. <laughs> nah, yeah, Winston, yeah, 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 you might be banned from watching on the TV as well. <laughs> Until they lose a football game, we're not changing anything. I'm, I'm wearing the same exact thing I'm wearing right now next week. We're not changing anything until until it's broke. They say listen, don't fix it until it's broke. I've tried everything. I, I listen on the radio, uh, and that's when uh, – they got that um, that tie against Pittsburgh, right? And then I was like, okay, cool. Next week they'll get a win. Nope. Right? And then I I just I, I've tried changing clothes. I got new uh, jerseys, new hats. Wore the hat sideways, backwards, forwards. I even <laughs> sat on my hat. Like I tried. You're like, you're, you're like Patricia. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> anything I could do. And today I don't know what it was. It was either the rain. I actually, you know what? It's I went to church today. That was it. Oh, that's right. You blessed us. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so Winston, you said you, you listened to the game on the car uh, during the Pittsburgh game in this one, right? Right. So you're undefeated. <laughs> exactly. So then we're, we're continuing this trend until we lose. True. Yeah, I'm going to be in uh, – the thing is I can't listen to it on the radio. I'm going to be in Utah coming up on Tuesday. Okay, so, we just need Dan Miller. We you just can't watch the TV broadcast. As long as you have Dan Miller, you're fine. All right, perfect, perfect. All right, thank you, Winston. Go Lions! No go Great Lions. win. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's see what else do we got here. I'm gonna bring an outsider's take. Uh, he's actually a starting quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> Carson, <Let's> go! <laughs> yes, Carson Woods. I've I've never been more hyped about another team winning than today. Man, that was so great. So were you even watching the game? You guys just won 31-0. Yeah. No, no, no. yeah, yeah. I stopped watching like in the first half because I knew we were going to win. It okay, was really so you, boring. And you and you put the Lions game on. Yeah. Well, no, I started watching in the locker room after we won the game. You started watching. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but you saw, the, you saw the last drive. Yeah. You know what, Carson Wentz, I mean, you're a trooper, dude. I mean, you, you are a fan. You're a starting quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts, and you are tuning in on the Detroit Lions. You are my favorite uh, quarterback. This on the you know outside of Matthew Stafford, you're my favorite quarterback. Carson Wentz. And Malcolm knows this. Malcolm knows I've always been a Carson Wentz guy. He always always was. Yeah. So I appreciate that. So Carson, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, you know what? F it for the AFC. Go Colts, baby. Go Colts. Go Lions. Thank you, Cole. Thank you, Carson. Go blue, man. Just go blue. Blue team. Yes, Appreciate it, Carson. Look at Carson Wentz supporting the boys. Dude, we have a we 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 have a we have a starting quarterback in the NFL supporting the Detroit Lions and generally happy for us. <laughs> I mean, this is the type of day it was, man. I'm still in shock. I still can't believe Jared Goff won us the game. I think I was. I think that's just the biggest shocker for me is that Jared Goff. Won us the game. That too. It's like we, it's like Jared Goff won us a football game, and Carson wants to listen to our podcast. Everything's great in life right now. All right, yeah. let's uh, let, let's get somebody else. Let's this is a guy. This, 
This is a guy, David, before I, before you talk, this is a guy who has been very, having some rough Sundays and, you know, he, he just, he's been disgusting. He sounds always very depressed every Sunday. So David, coming off a Lions victory, this is my first time being with you. How are you feeling? Oh, oh my God, my ears. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I had to get that out. Okay. We, we, we're open. So, how you doing, David? So I have to defend old boy in his car, and I have to defend Pierre here. It wasn't either of them. My kid walked up, saw the game with four seconds left right before that last play, and said, oh, the Lions lost. So so, so it's him with the reverse the jinx. Yeah. Oh. It, it's my 12-year-old with the reverse jinx. Does the 12-year-old watch football games with you? He does. Okay. I was gonna say. So, I was gonna say, if he doesn't watch football games with you, maybe you just have him watch every football game, and hopefully he says everything reverse. Every like, oh, well, we're gonna suck ass today. <laughs> this is gonna be a rough game. Uh, everything, and maybe it'll result in more football, more more wins. Well, so his isn't a we. He, uh, none of my, none of my kids are Lions fans. I've trained okay. them all to not accept this disappointment. But <laughs> that's that's fair. That's they're fair. all fans of terrible teams as it is. So. He is a fan of the Texans, so. <laughs> okay, that's not much better, but yes. <laughs> well, he was born in Texas, so. Okay. okay. I, to- I told him he couldn't be a Cowboys fan, so. That's that's good. Right? That's that's, that's good parenting, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, but how you feeling after this game? Oh, I'm great, man. I'm only like six in or so. I put up Christmas lights yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I told y'all, I told y'all like a month and a half ago, Derek Barnes is the fucking truth. He is. Yeah, good game. Solid game. He had a good game, man, yeah. Especially that, that yeah. tackle. Uh, that huge goal. stop on that two-point conversion. Goal line. Yeah, right. Yeah, that was huge. But that's two, that's two I, big two-point conversions that the line stopped and well, ultimately won in the football game as well. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Yeah, because yeah, it would have been 30 and we would have had to go for two for the win or kick the tie. Yep. Yeah, the announcer yep. was saying that if the Vikings would have just taken the extra points and not went for two, they would have been up by seven. The first time. Yep. So yeah, the first time before we scored yeah. the touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, they would, they would have had 30. So, yeah. No, the, 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 those ended up being huge decisions. So, yeah, so I, mean, I, still, I still don't like the decision to go for it on that fourth and one. I still think was, they should have punted away and trusted their defense. I don't think was, without feeling, like it ended up working out for us. But without Thielen, only Justin Jefferson, I, I don't think they, they could have got down there and gotten it. But all's well that ends well, right? Yes, sir. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say this. I, I kind of understand his, his mindset on that, going for that, that, that fourth and one play. And the thing is, his mindset is, all right, they're on their, what, they're on their what, uh, 30, 35? Yeah, roughly. So it, it was about like the 45. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere around there. So. This is the thing you gotta look at. You punt the ball away. There was four minutes. If things don't go well on your defense, Minnesota could run that whole clock out, win by um, a game-winning field goal, and you don't have a chance. The game's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From where they were at, it was literally impossible for the Minnesota Vikings to run the game out. They could score. They could feel. They could. I think they had to score. If they score, or no, True. they they could they could they could have kicked the field. goal. They could have won with the field goal. Yeah, because it was it was twenty seven twenty five. I think. Or regardless. Regardless of that, you give your offense a chance. Whether you make that that fourth uh, fourth and one conversion or not, you give your offense a chance. 
Yeah. I, I kind of yeah. I get where he was going with with that. That's why I wasn't too mad about it. But yeah, it, it worked out. I mean, right? it's semantics. Like I understand why. Like it makes sense. I just didn't agree with it. But hey, it worked out. Yeah, it, it definitely yep. did. I would have liked to have seen when they hurried up to the line like that. I really would have liked to see Goff pull a Rodgers and try and hard con him off before Campbell taking that time out so quick. That that's fair. That's a good point as well. On that maybe, on maybe, that fourth and one, yeah, come yeah, come up, maybe, hard count them, get a yeah, jump, maybe. Maybe you get offsides and then mm-hmm. you don't even have to worry about the play call. You get the first then, one automatically. Yeah, then you got a first. That's a good point. Yeah, I think yeah, I don't even, yeah, that's a good point. I, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that's a good point. Thank I saw you, him rushing the line and I was like, yeah, do it, hard count them, run this out, kill them, but yeah. didn't do it. All right, I'll let someone else talk. Thank good you, to finally David. have a win. Yes, sir. Thanks for joining, man. Let's go forward down the field. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I, I I want to talk about that play very quickly because I actually tweeted it, and it was a very tough call as a head coach. And I, I'm with you, Malcolm. It could have went 50-50. It's like you punt it, and you gave your defense a chance, or you go for it. And like you mentioned, you brought up the point where you still have a chance to give your offense to win the football game. I was more on the side of let's just punt it because our defense is playing well, but I wasn't mad at them going for it. The only thing I would critique on it is maybe the play call. I would maybe just trust my offensive line in my running game, Jamal Williams, to get the dirty yard and just get just get the first down, if anything. Yeah, that play action play, yikes! <laughs> it was bad. But that that'd be that'd be my only critique. Yeah, I think them not converting it. No, they should have converted. And they could have probably ran the game out if they because they had the lead, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, it worked out. Honestly, man, if you punt the ball, I don't think we would have got the ball back again. You would have ran a clock out and kicked the last, kicked the field goal at the end. Well, you're trusting your defense in that situation, which they have done uh, again and again. And, and it has no, for been. most, you said it has or has it? Has not. not I I'm mean, not talking about I'm, talk, I'm talking about in general. You got to look at the general. Every time you're put in a situation where um, we're down by, the other team is down by less than a field goal. And we trusted our defense. What happened? Our defense let us down. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes they just they've at, like the Cleveland game. I can't blame the defense that they were no, down. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like when if the other team is down by less than a field goal, and we trusting our defense to stop them to not get in field goal range. The earlier on of the season, yes. The the Ravens and the Minnesota game. Yeah, Both that's games. what I'm talking about. It's, it's stuff like that. Like it, it failed you before. I mean, hell, put it in your hands, I guess. Yeah, I was okay. Like, like I said, I was okay with it. Just maybe the play call wasn't there, man. I, I think I would. Was, was pathetic. It was bad. Yeah, yeah. I, just... I, I get he was trying to throw him off because you know they kind of lined up. They lined up like in a like in a goal line formation up front. Yeah, they had all their linemen. Like I think they were like, you know, six six guys with hands in the dirt. <laughs> like they were just straight across. Like they're they're definitely playing the run. So I guess they were trying to throw him off to um do the play action, but it didn't work because they brought a lot of pressure. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a play action is just so hard when you have like that many guys coming at you, you know what I mean? It's like when all those guys are coming towards you, it's even a Madden, dude, it's hard. <laughs> yeah, if, if anything, he should have um, just did a quick pass. If they're going to pass the ball, do a quick yeah. pass. Or if you're going to run the ball, you're going to have to run the ball. Especially versus these corners, you could have had a matchup potentially. So that, that, yeah, I mean, that was interesting. I mean, because if they lost that game, that's probably what we're going to be talking about all week. 
Yeah, it would have been bad. Yeah, we're going to talk about that play. So I'm, I'm glad that it that didn't haunt us because that would have just – that's when everyone just thought it was over, man. That's when I thought, like, uh, here we go. Here we go again. I honestly thought it was over when I knew that we had the ball left and it was Jared Goff. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I didn't have faith in Jared Goff, like, winning us a game like this. When I asked you this question earlier in the year, that was the one thing you said you were confident in Jared Goff was. Yeah, but the way the play, <laughs> the, the way the play calling has been, it's just scary. You don't know what you're going to get from this team. Yeah. If this is like Stafford, it's like, ah, this is money in the bank, right? Yeah, if it's Stafford, you know, even if he don't get it, because, you know, Stafford lost us some game before, like in situations like this where we didn't get it. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still more confident. Like, all right, we got the ball back. Stafford has a ball. Let's go. We have a chance. But this game, when I knew that it was Jared Goff, I was I, I tweeted, I was like, oh, shit, this game is in the hands of Jared Goff. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, this is, is, is plays is situations like this that I, I get respect for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. When, you're able to, when you're able to win games like this, this is where this can kind of, you know, see what type of quarterback you are. When this, you know, winning games like this, you know, Jared Goff is, he he hasn't had a great year, and he has his moments where he he plays idiotic. But just like I said, plays like this where you can win a game in a clutch moment—that's what kind of separates you from the bad and the average and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, let's get Tyree part two. Tyree, there. Let's go, man. You gotta unmute yourself. Maybe <laughs> or not. Maybe not. Oh, there oh, he is. There, me. Oh, there we go. What's up, Tyree? What's good, fellas? What's up, man? All I wanted to say is, man, this is this. I I thought I would. Well, I ain't gonna say I thought I'd never say this, but I actually feel like Dan Campbell outcoached Mike, Mike Zimmer. He did. I really believe he outcoached him. Mike Zimmer, like, had some boneheaded plays where he could have, you know, iced the game or like brought pressure. You know, what have we said all year about rushing three? If they yeah. if they should, if they should take the page out of anybody book. Don't rush three when the game on the line. Take that from us. And they rushed three, and they gave up hella cushion like we gave up hella cushion last week, and and we iced the game. And I'm I'm just proud of my boys, man. I'm just proud. I, I, I damn near cried. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ty- Tyree. <laughs> I did too. It's got to be crazy. Because the thing is, my wife knows our record, and she's like, really? Like, you're acting like they won a goddamn Super Bowl, Malcolm. <laughs> but I was hyped. I was hyped. The amount. The amount of text messages I got after the game, you would think we just won a playoff game or a Super Bowl. Dude, to the people that are, are, are like, just say, oh, man, they won a football game. This is all they're going to run. Shut the hell up, dude. It's been too long. Let us enjoy our moment. Let, let, let us enjoy. We don't, get, we don't get too many victories. We had a lot of air, moral victories. Moral, we, had, we had 11 games of moral victories. And, I, don't, and I hate moral enjoy, victories. Let us enjoy our actual victory. I agree, Tyree. I agree. And my, my only negative, my only negative, and I'm gonna leave y'all with this, was I don't know if y'all picked up on it. I tweeted about it. Every time that Minnesota started a drive, they ran a play action. It seemed like we was never ready for it. Like like Austin Bryant just never rushed Kirk Cousins. 
Those bootlegs had our our ends so lost, so lost. They were so <laughs> lost on those bootlegs. Like he he will do the play action roll out, and then you just see the our defensive end like sucking on the run, and and they ran it every either at the beginning of every at the beginning of every drive on first down, or after they get a long after they get a long pass for first down, they were running uh, West. Yeah, but this, like I said, I'm happy, man. I'm happy. We pulled it out. I never thought golf would win us a game on our on his arm, and he did. And that's all I got, boys. I appreciate y'all giving me the time. Thank you, Tyree. Thanks for joining. And now to bring up the stat, the curse has been broken of Jared Goff not winning an NFL football game without Sean McVay. This is his first one without Sean McVay. That's his first one without Sean McVay, man. This is a lot of firsts of everything, man. First game, first game, the Lions won without Matthew Stafford. Yep. This is this is the first of a lot, man. First without Matthew Dan Stafford. Dan Campbell's obviously first win, yeah, ever. Yeah. Like not even like including preseason. This is Dan Campbell's first win as a head coach of the Detroit Lions. Yeah. This wow. is this is good stuff, man. This I wish this would happen a lot earlier, but man, I mean, just getting this first win means it means a lot, man. Especially this week with everything that happened in Oxford. Yeah. No, I mean, it it just gives you more confidence to like. Like I said, going forward with Dan Campbell, and like we want to see more of this now. It's like, you know, is this is this could could, could this happen more? Oh wait, are you saying that you're intrigued about his play calling? Like you want to see more? Oh no, no, no I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that one bit. <laughs> maybe 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 for the rest of the year. I mean, because that's going to happen, sure. But going to next year, absolutely not. A man of Joe Brady was just parted ways today with the Carolina Panthers, and he is on my speed dial right now. But. Wow. Different quote. He, he, he got fired today. Yes, he did. Wow. Yes. Wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah, it was actually during the Lions game. It happened as the game was going on. He got. They were they, fired. They, Wait, they fired a mid game. No, they're on a bye week. Oh, I was about to say. <laughs> can you imagine? Like they're in a game and they're like, "Uh, take off your headset." <laughs> no, it it was like one oh five, one ten, like right when the game started. Wow, yeah, he, I remember, yeah, I remember he was a guy that a lot of people wanted as our head coach. I was one of them. <laughs> you were one of them. Yeah. Wow. No, I, wow. I still like Brady a lot, and he's on my speed dial right now. But, no, um, as far as just Dan Campbell coaching a game, though, it gives you more confidence going forward that, you know, that they could win football games. Like, this is the very minimal. He could win a football game. He's shown that now. Now I want to see more of it. Or at least just, just – Football like this, or where you know they're taking shots and they're just trusting their guys and not using the personnel as an excuse. Don't play scared. They didn't play scared today. Man, we'll see him passes down the field. They utilize the tight ends. I mean, Brock Wright got some catches. Yep. TJ Hawkinson. I mean, even though you're looking for him too much, I mean, there was a play that I know everybody's gonna remember that um, probably pissed everybody off. It was that play when um. He just had his eye just locked in. It was the was that interception. It was the interception. That was yeah. the interception. And he had Amon Ross A. Brown just wide open. Dude, that was 20 yards. Maybe wide more. Wide open. Wide. You see how much field and how much green there was? Yeah. Man. Man that's, a, that's, a, that's been his issue for a long time is he just locks into his primary receiver. He locks into his primary receiver. If he would have – I mean, I don't even know why he even let the ball go because T. Jackson was covered. Triple just, covered. <laughs> triple covered. If he would have just went through his other his other reads, you would have saw Mon Ross A. Brown wide open and could have got like at least 20, 30 yards on that play. It was an easy pass too. It was a drag route. 
Yeah, he just didn't see him. He didn't look. He didn't even. He didn't even look his way. He has like it was on TJ Hawkinson. It was like a three four yard pass if he completes it, and then Amon Ra does the rest. Yeah, but I mean, besides that play, I mean, I think that was like the big, the biggest negative of Jared Goff today was that play. But oh, absolutely, that, you know, he had a great job. He did a great job. Yeah, absolutely. But like that's that's could be a difference of a win or a loss right now. Like that's just something that cannot happen in a game. I know you won the football game; it's great, but stuff like that can just not happen. So they just got they got they got to coach him up better, man. Because I'm not sure they're telling him, "Look at your primary receiver, and he's not open. Maybe toss it, check it down, or throw it throw it out of bounds." Or I don't, I don't know. But that's just Jared Goff, man. Like this is before Detroit Jared Goff too. He would kind of just yeah. keep his eyes locked on the guy, and and you know just. It's always whatever he. It's gonna happen, you know. Before the snap is, he's always determined that's where he's gonna go. That's been the problem this year. Plays, but but then there's some plays that you'll see him go through his reads. Yeah, I mean the Lions offensive line happen, did a very good job. The Lions offensive line did a very good job of giving him time to make multiple reads too. Yeah, and I think it's because the Lions knew the Vikings situation. Yeah. Yep. No Griffin, no Hunter. Who who's who's really there to scare you? And what's his name got her? Uh, well, this is more of a run guy, but Delvin Tomlinson, he, he even got hurt during the game. Came back, but there was a point where they didn't have him or any of the guys you just mentioned with Hunter and Everson Griffin. Yeah, I mean, the only way the Vikings are able to bring pressure was yeah. when they're blitz, and that's something that Mike Zimmer doesn't really like to do that often. He he relies a lot on his front four. He well, he likes team. to do it if he has his guys, Anthony Barr and Eric Hendricks, didn't have those guys either today. And... I agree with you. I'm surprised he didn't bring like more, maybe more of a safety blitz because that one play they brought Harrison Smith on a blitz, he got there right away, and Jared Goff was in shambles when that happened. Yeah, I mean because he's looking at at, at a way like, all right, our secondary is jacked up as well. Yeah. So he he was trying to, I guess, give his secondary as much help as possible. I guess I don't know. Yeah, but like Jared Goff is one. Of, this is like just game planning. I'm saying, but like Jared Goff is one of those quarterbacks where he's not going to pick you apart if you bring blitzes. He actually gets you know, flustered and will maybe, maybe, maybe make a bad decision or something like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Vikings didn't see this shit coming. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the, the Vikings saw, the, the, you know, they went through film and they didn't. They thought we were just going to run properly. Run and, and check it and, and throw like screens yeah. and shit. That's yeah. Be hella, cons- hella conservative. Do we see a pass today? Like not behind the, play, uh, the line of scrimmage? I don't think we saw one today. No screens. No, good job because this shit hasn't worked since the, since the Rams game. Yeah, continue to do it. There was no passes uh, as far as a screen pass to one of the running backs, and no passes to like a I don't know, St. Brown or Khalif Raymond behind the line of scrimmage. Good, good. They need to they need to take it out for a while. Just take it out the playbook for a while, then maybe bring <laughs> yeah. it back later because you're doing it every single week and it's not working. It's the only offensive play that they actually run. It seems like. Dude, what's the point? Teams are just pass playing play, up. Yeah, uh, I, I want to get. I think our offense. I think our offense caught them off guard. But yeah, bring something up. Yeah, I want to, I want to just give credit to Amon Ross St. Brown, too. He had his best game as a professional, too. First touchdown. This is a lot of firsts of everything today, man. First yeah, touchdown. No, he, even if he didn't get the touchdown, it was a phenomenal game, but the touchdown was was great. But this is the first touchdown, right? Am I, or am I tripping? Yeah, first touchdown. First touchdown. First touchdown, man. First of everything, man. Let's go. All right. Um, We don't have any requests, so I think we could wrap it up. Let's wrap it up, man. Hey, everybody, thanks for joining, man. I think this is the most we had in the room today. I think at one point we had... Uh, 23 or 24 people in here. Yeah, that's what's a, up, man. That's what happens when you win, man. People want to hear. People want to. Yeah. People want to hear the shit that you have to say. 
I mean, who it, when they lose, it's the same shit every week. <laughs> so it's like, who, who wants to join that? It's not entertaining. Hey, man, everybody, everybody, everybody that joined today, man, thank you. Thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right, guys. With that being said, what Malcolm said, thank you guys for all joining the live show. Uh, we will be recording tomorrow, and that will be uploaded at some point on Tuesday of the final. Report this game. Just the more thought-out process of the Lions-Vikings game. It's going to be a fun one tomorrow to finally talk about a win because it's been so, so long. And it felt like even the last one we won, the December 6th game versus the Bears, which it was cool because that was Daryl Bevel's first game, you know, being a head coach. But, like, you know, you were like, whatever. It doesn't it, it doesn't really mean much. But this one just kind of feels really cool and a little different. So, all right, guys. Thank you all for joining again. And I'm out, guys. Peace. All right, y'all. It's your boy, Malcolm. I just want to let everybody know. Tomorrow is Victory Monday. I don't. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to show up at your job, show up at school, whatever you got to do tomorrow. I want you to show up at your chin high. You are a winner today. Your team won. I don't care if you have Lions gear. I want you to show up to work tomorrow with a Lions hat on or or a Michigan hat, whatever it is. Show up, show up proud and that your team won this week and you are a goddamn winner this week. Victory Monday is tomorrow and we all gonna celebrate. Let's go, man. With the victory screech. We're going to have a victory screech tomorrow. Let's go, man. You know what? This is ended. I'm out, man. I'm out, man. Let's go. Who's got it better than us?